You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delany Williams, and I am joined today by Maggie Bertram. Hey, Maggie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Good. Well, welcome back. We are glad that you are back on the podcast for this unit. We have four sessions in unit 15, and so we look forward to having you for this episode and then the following ones for the unit. We're excited that you're here because we have a fun episode today, exciting episode. But even before we talk about this session, we want to talk about this unit. And so it's unit 15 and it's called Into Captivity. And so the description for this unit is despite God's warnings, his people continue to rebel. When God warned Israel's enemies, they repented. And this we see God's heart for all people and also his justice and what he would do next. Discipline his people by sending them into captivity into a foreign land. And so, like I said, that is our description for the unit for this session and then the following three sessions. And so listeners, remember that whenever we have a first session of a unit, that means that our episode may be a few minutes longer just because we want to make sure that we introduce the big picture question and answer and also the key passage for the unit. And so Maggie, if you'll go ahead and talk about the big picture question and answer and then the key passage for each of the age group. Yes. So the big picture question and answer for younger preschool is what makes people special? People are special because God made us. For older preschool, it's what makes people special? People are special because God made us in his own image. And for kids is what makes people special? People are special because we are made in God's image as male and female to know him. And then our key passage is from Psalm 139, 14. For babies and toddlers, it's God made me, Psalm 139, 14. For younger preschool, it's I will praise God because he made me, Psalm 139, 14. For older preschool, it's I will praise you because I am remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous and I know this very well, Psalm 139, 14. And then for kids, it's for it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. Psalm 139, 13, and 14. Great. Thanks, Maggie. And I love this key passage and also the big picture question and answer. I think they go along so nicely together. And then really for this whole unit, I love fact that we're going to be talking about how God created people, but how we can love people too, and how God loves them. And so as we talk about more specifically this episode, Unit 15, Session 1, we're going to be talking about Jonah warned of God's judgment. Last week, we were in Matthew because it was a big truth session. And the week before we had been in Zephaniah. And so then we went up to Matthew and now we're back in the Old Testament and we're going to be in Jonah. The big idea for this session we want to remember is that the Bible is one big story about who God is in his plan to rescue sinners. When God made Adam and Eve, he made them in his image. All people are made in his image. 
but because we sin, we don't reflect God's image very well. And we became enemies of God. So God sent Jesus to take our sin on himself so that we could be made right before God. Jesus died for his enemies. And in today's Bible story, we're going to learn that God cares for all people. In this session, kids will learn how God sent Jonah to warn his enemies to turn to God. And our kids' Christ connection for this session is God called Jonah to go to his enemies and called them to turn away from their sin. But Jonah refused. Instead, he ran away. Later, God sent Jesus to his enemies to call us to repentance. Jesus willingly obeyed. Jesus died on the cross to rescue us from sin. That's something that we wanted to highlight about this session before we talked more specifically about our activities. And so we'll go ahead and transition to the part of the episode where we talk about some activities that may need a little extra prep time or either some helpful hints that we want to share with the teachers as they're preparing. I'll go ahead and start with our preschool resources. And in our babies and toddlers guide, there is an activity called play what floats. And so as you can imagine, it's a sink and float type activity. And so we want to remind our teachers that you only need a little water for this activity with toddlers, just enough to see if the item will float. And also consider having a towel nearby, especially anytime you're doing something with water, make sure that you have a towel close by in case there's any spills. Also for younger preschool, there's an activity called watch a boat. And so that's going to be more in the learn section. So to introduce the Bible story, just a reminder to have a deep container, maybe something like a plastic dish pan. Again, you're not going to need lots of water, but a deeper container will help contain all the water for that activity. Then moving along to our older preschool resource, there is an activity called Catch Jonah. In this activity, preschoolers are making a game using a table tennis ball, string, and a cup. The leader guide suggests that the teacher hot glue one end of the string inside the bottom of the cup. An alternative to hot glue would be to poke a small hole in the bottom of the cup and poke the string through and then tie a knot on the end to secure it so that way the string will not come through the cup. Remember too, if you're using hot glue to either do that before the session, keep it out of reach of the preschoolers. Those are some of the activities I wanted to highlight for preschool. And then Maggie, if you'll go ahead and talk about our kids' activities. I love that. Those are some fun water play activities. Very fun. All right, so for our younger kids, we have an activity called Big Gulp, where the kids are going to throw balls through each other's arms, sort of like a fish's mouth. And so instead of that, you could provide hula hoops to toss the balls through just as a different alternative. Then for older kids, there's an activity called God so loved the world. 
And it's talking about spreading the gospel throughout all the nations. And it encourages kids to look at a map and to talk about people groups and languages. And one way to really drive this home with kids would be to talk about some missionaries who are currently serving in your church. And maybe you could show a picture of them or talk about the people groups that they're serving, but just to show kids that this really does affect their lives and it it does touch close to home for them. For kids' worship, the group demonstration is a fun one. You're going to be cleaning up dirty pennies using some different materials. And so if you have an especially large kids' worship group where you're doing this from stage, you might want to consider doing a few pennies and then passing them around the room so that kids can touch and feel and see how clean those pennies get. And then for midweek, we are focusing on generosity in this unit. One of the options is an activity called Pay It Forward. And in this activity, you'll actually be making friendship bread, which includes a bread starter. So that's like a mixture of the ingredients that needs to be prepared ahead of time. So the idea of friendship bread is that the starter makes enough to give to a couple of friends. And so it's a really practical way for kids to practice generosity and it's a fun one, but just make sure that you have that starter ready ahead of time. Those are awesome. Thank you so much, Maggie. And I'm really excited about that friendship bread. And like you said, what a practical way. I mean, they get to help make it in all, but show that generosity. Mm -hmm. So not just knowing it and understanding it, but also a real life example of applying it. Yes. So great. Well, now we'll go ahead and move along to the next part of our episode where we talk about something that excites us or stands out to us about this session. And so, no, we were talking even before we started recording, just preparing for the podcast and all. And I know we both had some some different insights about this session. And so, Maggie, why don't you go ahead and start sharing something that you're excited about this session. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it as I was preparing and Jonah and the big fish is such a classic story, you know, and it's one that as adults, if we've been around the church for a while, we've probably heard multiple times or maybe even taught multiple times. And so I think that when stories like this come across our lesson plan, it can be easy to think, oh, I'm just going to teach this story again or, you know, to not put a whole lot of thought into it because you've taught it before. You've heard it so many times before, but it's important for us to remember that for kids, you know, this sometimes this is the first time they're hearing this story. And so it's an exciting time for us to be able to look at it through their eyes and to get excited about it. I mean, Jonah was swallowed by a huge fish. Like that's a really crazy story. And so I think that there's, you know, an excitement level that we get to teach this to kids and we get to be excited about it with them. Right. Well, and I think it, like you said, just what happened to Jonah. I mean, it really happened. Yes, exactly. It's in the Bible. And we were even talking about, you know, especially sometimes boys, well, and even Mm -hmm. older kids, whenever they hear these stories, you know, sometimes they're like, I've already heard that one before Mm -hmm. and and all of that. But I mean, I'm sure our teachers keep their excitement going all the time that they never, you know, no kids never (laughs) say that, right? No, but we, we do know that does happen. And like you were mentioning that this is one of those stories that I think really can engage Mm -hmm. especially some of the boys in our classes. I mean, when you think about it, how would you have felt if you were Jonah, you know, and even 
have the kids. Like, think about that. What would you have felt if you were Jonah? I mean, what do you think Jonah experienced? What did, you mm-hmm. know, did it smell? I mean, that sounds yeah. crazy. What does it look like to be in the stomach of a yeah. big fish? Helping them to really understand that story and see that this is a real story. It's not something that was made up, but helping them understand the story to point it back to God, to point it Mm -hmm. to how God loves us. God took care of Jonah. I think that's really important. You know, when we think about this story, we also think about obedience and how beginning at first, he didn't obey God. God told him to do something and he didn't do it. And then he ended up later going to do that. I mean, how many times does that happen to us? I think we've all been there, right? Absolutely. And, and so Absolutely. I can identify in many ways where it's like, no, God, no, I don't want to do that. But where right. God this knows isn't where us. you're supposed to call me. Exactly. Right. But I think, you know, yes, it is about obedience. And I think that's something important we can talk about, but I think there's definitely something more you know, especially as we're introducing the big picture question and answer and the new key passage, just talking about how God loves all people. God made all people. You know, in the Christ connection, it talked about God called Jonah to go to his enemies and to call them to turn from their sin, right? So he went, even though those people were making wrong choices, God still loved them so much that he wanted Jonah to go and tell them to turn from their sin. And so I think that's important for us to remember as well. God loves us. Boys and girls need to understand that and know that. But then that he also, he loves all people. And Mm -hmm. even when we make wrong choices, God still loves us. So thank you, Maggie, for joining us on this episode. And we look forward to you being on the following three episodes. And to our listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the gospel project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.